Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists that take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your track stand out like the pros and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demos together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. And we've got a great show for you today. Next up, we're going to talk with D.T. Lamont. D.T., welcome to Turn It Up. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How about you, man? Uh, I can't complain at all. Everything's lovely over here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad we finally were able to get you on the show, man. I've, I've heard your music and... Um, you know, I've been trying to find an opportunity where we could actually get you on and get a chance to um, preview some of your stuff from this up-and-coming album you have coming up in 2011. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I've been working with uh, several different artists, and um, basically I'm I'm all about variety and quality when it comes to music. Uh, so 
you know, a lot of people are kind of surprised when, when they say, okay, you have an album coming out, but not till next year. Uh, I plan on having a lot of different tracks on anywhere between 15 and 18 songs on there. Wow. So, wow. So wh- why do you want to release so many at one time as opposed to maybe, you know, putting out a little here and then a little later on? Uh, because of the variety, I can do that. A lot of times I think of when you listen to a track that's, um, you know, that has maybe 10, 12, or even 13 songs on it, it's just like, okay, it leaves you wanting more at the same time. You kind of don't want to hear too much more because, you know, you, you kind of get tired of the artist or a little bit, you know what I mean? Right, so, right. And plus, there's so much going on on the Internet. It's, it's like they're not going to listen to it all the way through anyway, so let me just give them, you know, give them a lot, which is what they want, more for your money. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're going to give them a taste of, of actually what you've been doing in a minute. And um, let's talk a little bit about how long you've been in the business. How long have you been an independent artist? And tell us what it what it takes to be an independent artist today. Uh, it takes a lot of patience. I've been doing this for uh, I've been doing music, writing songs since I was eight. But when when you start getting into the business side of it, I would just say these past few years. Um, and then the prior years, before then, I was just reading up on everything that it took that I had to do. So I didn't want to make any official legitimate rules until I knew what I was doing. And, you know, I'm still I'm still learning, but, you know, also still reading a lot of books, going to seminars, you know. It's what you have to do, you know, knowledge, yeah. knowledge. Right, right. And tell us a little bit about um, what, what kind of seminars are you talking about that um – you know, people who are out there doing this on their own can go to to be able to, you know, increase their skill set? You kind of just find them. Um, I've been to a, a number of jazz seminars, not too many for the um, rap and hip-hop side of things yet. Um, uh, but I find a lot of things online, you know. You can just type in seminars, music, a lot of, you know, basic keywords, and a lot of information will pop up. You go there, they'll you. It's almost like a, a lecture type setting in a lot of cases, and they just fill your head with knowledge. And the the best thing about seminars is you run into so many contacts, and um, you know you figure out most of the people there, um, you know, are very serious about it. You know, as opposed to running into somebody on the street, and it might take you a while to figure out how serious they are. You know, if they're yeah. at a seminar. They're probably right. Yeah, and it shows they've taken the extra effort to go out there and to to really, you know, hone their craft as opposed to someone exactly. who's just good at talking a good game and telling you how good they think they are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we get a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. But and also, you were talking to me offline. You're 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 getting a certification in music engineering, so you're really pushing the envelope there. Right, that's what I'm, I'm definitely trying to do. I want to, you know, gain employment inside of the field. You know, I, I'm sure that will also get me all types of different contacts as far as, you know, just working your typical everyday job and then come home and working in the studio. It kind of puts your mind in two different directions sometimes. Right. And uh, I know that's what a lot of a lot of cats out here are struggling with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I wanted to take that step in an official direction and... Um, you know, since I do my own production and engineering anyway, I want to have a piece of paper that says, you know, that I know what I'm doing. Right, right. Even though you do, but yeah, okay, I got you. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, a lot of these major companies they don't want to they don't want to hear, you know, oh, I made this, I made this. Even if you hand them a mm-hmm. CD, they don't care. They they want, you know, a certification in a lot of cases. I can't imagine that, but if you say so. I mean, there's a new paradigm out there, and I think the uh, independent artists have got the bull by the horns right now, and um, they're going to be calling the shots real soon, man, and you'll be one of them. You just don't realize it yet, man, because um, independent artists out there doing their thing their way are are remaking this whole industry, man. And, oh, and right. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely just talking about stepping stone. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, and tell us a little bit about, um, we're going to play Reality next. Tell us a little bit about this track. Reality is one of my favorite tracks. It um, it, it has 
a few different people in there. The Leo, of course, you know, he's in the hook. <laughs> he lays yeah. out, you know, the perfect blend to to bring everything together. And then on the opening verse, uh, you got Marquise. Uh, he's in Fredericksburg, VA, and you know he's very serious, very real artist. Uh, I'm on the second verse, and then this guy Easy, he's down in Florida, and um, uh, one another reason I like this song is because he actually never came to my studio. He just emailed me the vocals after I sent him the beat. So wow. that was <laughs> um, that was an experiment for me, and it mm-hmm. I think it came out great, you know. Wow, that's awesome. So we're going to take a listen right here. And this one is Reality. Reality. Did I lose somebody there? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Just, just started going in and out there for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, I um, I brought L back on. I thought maybe he had something to say about that, but um, yeah, his connection's bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Down so we... at uh, King's Dominion. Yeah, yeah. 
sitting there trying to to do this thing as um, flexible as possible. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should tell everybody that our co-host um, Lamar Hoagland, the Leo, is actually hanging out with his kids at Kings Dominion, still trying to co-host the show. <laughs> we appreciate the effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and I, I really like the the way that song um, went, especially L's part. Uh, he had a very heavy Michael Jackson feel to the way he sang that. Yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. Uh, I, I love getting his voice on on tracks. You know, it's just he always adds that touch of element. It's not always Michael Jackson. It's kind of different a lot of times. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really dig that. And um, getting back to your your sound and the engineering and everything, um, what what kind of equipment are you using? Are, are, do you have a home studio or you have a yeah. studio that you go to? Oh. I have a home studio. I'm just using Pro Tools and uh, uh, MacBook Pro laptop. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm working on getting one of those. Trying to trying to win it off of Qubits. I don't know. It's not really working. Out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the the Macs are they just you can't beat them for um, video editing, sound, and all of that, man. And, and they're just yeah. so great. Yeah, I've had um, I've had this one laptop for about two years now, and uh, it I've never ever had a problem with it at all. So really, been, uh, yeah. Let me knock on. Hey, not with the Mac. You don't have to worry about it, man. They're just foolproof. Let me tell you, I've had my computer crash, and I finished my show using Skype off of my um, iTouch. Mm-hmm. So everything else is down. <laughs> That's the only thing I had <laughs> right. running. And I went ahead and just finished the show with that. And um, I can't even figure out what show it was because I can't tell the difference. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So well, I'm some quick improv. <laughs> yeah, and they got a new one coming out too. That's like got twelve cores or something like that. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, you you can only imagine. I mean, what is yours? Probably a dual core. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, I don't even know what you're trying to do. <laughs> of course, but um, yeah, they're exceptional. Um, and the software that you use, the Pro Tools, did it come with your um laptop? But the lot no, no, you have to buy that separate. Um and the you know, it's basically a program you use to lay the tracks down, not next not necessarily the actual music, although it does right. allow you to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um and actually lately I have been using some of my music, um, you know, actually writing and composing using the software that's inside Pro Tools, but predominantly I use Reason and feed them in through Pro Tools. Right, right, and I know the Leo uses um, reasons as well. Yeah, yeah. He he actually uh, he actually a few years ago introduced me to reasons. Oh, okay. Wow. And actually, the Leo was the one that showed me way back in the day how to use the four track to record the um, our first recordings when we were just using tapes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you get a blank tape and you go in there and then. You record something, then you flip over the tape and lay down another track. I mean, right. it was yeah. um, some real old, old recordings. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, man. I, I've done that as well, taping up half the uh, recording head and all that. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the good yeah. old days. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, now nothing's analog anymore. Right. Yeah. Back, like, it was back when... If you if you messed up on the track, you had to start from the beginning of the song and redo the right. whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. And um, I remember when those DAT players first came out and how everybody was just freaking out. You know, this is mm-hmm. the future, man. I don't even know if they lasted that long. Considering no, I was going to say they didn't last for a couple of years before, uh, you know, the digital, other digital uh, started taking over, too. Mm-hmm. And, and let's talk a little bit about how you're promoting yourself. Um, what are you doing on the internet? Do you, you, do you have a MySpace, and you know how are you using your Facebook to promote yourself? I do have a uh, a Facebook um, and MySpace. For the most part, um, I'm on Facebook, but you know it's not too much towards music. When something happens, I'll put it out there. But for right now, as far as promotion wise, I've been 
really laying low and trying to concentrate more on these projects that I'm working on that's coming up. Uh, not just my album, but I also produce other people, and they have albums that they're working on also. So, no, give them a shout-out, man. Oh, Papa G and, and the Leo. And oh, uh, also I work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Papa G. And also uh, Marquise, him and I have been uh, doing a lot of things lately. So uh, once once everything gets together and I have enough material, you know, I mean, I have enough now, but I, I want to hit people hard. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, and um, we'll be glad to have you back on, too, when you're ready to do that, man, even if you just want to give us a little taste. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. No problem. You know, also, I'm also working on um, a couple jazz songs, too. I have plenty of those. So I'd, I'd send you the classical, but I'm not trying to put people to sleep. That's more for movies, soundtracks, and things like right, that. Right, right. But let me tell you something, <laughs> man. We're going to put... Um, we we have a classical pianist, um, and the guy, um, I believe he's from the Ukraine or something like that, and um, I think he may need a translator, but um, his work is phenomenal, but we're just trying to figure out how we can get him on as well. So any genre or style of music, we're, we're um, hoping to get people out here because we don't know who's going to pop first, but... There's a brand new paradigm in music right now, and we're just trying to stay plugged in and watch it all happen because things have definitely changed and are changing. Yeah, classical is actually the basis of all all my music. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's what taught me everything from the beginning. Is the it laid the foundation, you know, for the understanding of how music is made a lot of times. And I've I've been playing piano for over 22 years now, so. Um, right. Also, you know, several pieces that are just piano, mm-hmm. you know. So. Um, wow. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta let us hear some of that as well. Um, you've got a very, very diverse repertoire there. Um, right. That makes prom- uh, promoting them very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't have the same audience. Right, exactly, exactly. Wait a minute, you was just talking about, you, you was just rapping a second ago. I know, man. <laughs> this show is that extreme for me, believe it or not. Because <laughs> my show that I do on Mondays, A Measure of Truth, is more serious and more focused on, you know, social issues and things like that. I was thinking about doing another show on Wednesday to kind of bridge the gap, call it Michael in the Middle. Because I'm kind of wild and crazy on this show most of the time, and then right. I, um, you know, I'm back towards the um, social issues again on Mondays, and so, um, yeah, I, I know you can only put so much out there, but um, right, yeah, yeah. L, are you back yet, man? Yeah, I'm right here. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here, man. Doing the big, doing the big. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you're doing. You're out there hanging out at King's Dominion. You might as well tell us about all the fun you're having. Oh, man, it's, it's crazy over here, man. They got crazy roller coasters. That's just why I'm this drop zone thing, man. It had my heart jump out, out of my mouth. <laughs> now, I'm about to, now I'm about to go on this ride called the Intimidator. It's crazy. It's kind of like kind of like some track DT putting up there. It's trying to get the heart racing, you know what I mean? <laughs> get the all right, heart racing. Whoa. We're we going to let you go and enjoy yourself, man. Yeah, and, uh, I got a little funnel cake on my breath right now. It's all good. <laughs> a funnel cake on the breath. It's all good. The funnel cake. Uh, bring me back some funnel cake. <laughs> you said bring back some funnel cake. Bring back the funnel cake. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even that know. That I have a funnel cake. Do they do uh, funnel cakes via email? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah just, man. Just them a but bit. that dream catcher, man, that dream catcher. I can't yeah, wait to hear that. Dream catcher now. That's that monster right there. That's a monster right there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, tell us a little bit about dream catcher, and also the young lady who um, sang the hook on this as well. Well, what inspired me to do this particular song was basically to get other people inspired and motivated. Uh, you know, at the same time, I was kind of listening to the radio a couple times and I'm I was just listening thinking I don't hear anything inspiring mm. uh in the genre of music that I was listening to so 
I decided to um, start writing a little bit. And then when the songs started coming together, I was I started thinking about my cousin, Brittany. And I thought her voice, she has a phenomenal voice. She sings um, predominantly gospel music. And I asked her to get on this, this track with me. It's very difficult to get her in the studio because she was, you know, in school, uh, but she just graduated. So, so now she's, um, things should clear up a lot. But she, um, she actually helped me write some of it um, as far as figuring out what the hook was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it, it boiled down the dream catcher. made perfect sense. So. So this is uh, one of my favorite tracks, personally. Right, right. And and what is her name again, and how old is she? Um, I think she's 22. <laughs> oh, okay. She, um, uh, her name's Brittany, Brittany Mills. She should be, um, you'll definitely be hearing more from her. And uh, okay. hopefully Great. we can get her on one of these shows, too. Absolutely. And let's hear Dreamcatcher.
Oh wow, man! <laughs> that that that's nice, man. Got me. Thanks, man. Got me thinking of um, Young Lauren. <laughs> when she was with the food yeah. and, and, and that beat. Ooh, man. That, that that is that's nasty, man. That's that's a really nice beat, man. And the whole track is just very clean. I I love it, man. Yeah, I think she she really set that song off on there. You know, I think. I know, you know, several other singers that, you know, just wouldn't have made it sound the way it does now. And it, it just would have been an okay song, but she made it a phenomenal song, I, I think. Right. And and not oversung either. I mean, she just barely touched it. And she mm-hmm. she really showed you what she had even in that, man. So that, that's oh, and awesome. Oh, she was holding back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it in her voice. I can hear the strength in her voice and just how casually she transitioned those notes, man. So, yeah, mm-hmm. she, she's brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, those, um, she, you know, a lot of those gospel singers, they are powerful, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they don't just sing in front of the microphone. They got to fill the room, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. And they got to they got to compete with the other big voices as well. <laughs> yeah. So you throw your throw your voice against the back of the wall, and the back of the wall is about 150 feet away sometimes. So yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of singers they just working with the microphone that's right in front of their face. So that's completely different. But she's real powerful. Yeah. Well, you be sure to tell her that we featured this song, and um, we we got to get her on. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So what do you have coming up? Um, do you ever do any live performances or anything like that or any, um, you know? I will be performing live, but not just yet. I'll probably start mm-hmm. performing um, maybe three or four months before the album comes out. Mm-hmm. But um, for right now, I'm stuck in record and writing mode. Yeah, yeah. When you wear so many hats, you know, you got to bounce all around. It's easier to just concentrate on one thing so you don't go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. And I was just trying to figure out when you finish with this, what's a, a sort of a good work plan for guys who are doing the same kind of thing? You know, once you stop, you got to transition and move to something else, and then you move to something else. And um, I was just trying to get an idea how how it works for the independent artists out there because a lot of guys just do their music, and they keep trying to get one or two people to hear it over and over and over again. But um, the performance aspect, I think, is important to build a fan base and to also um, to test the market. You know, Definitely. people need to see face to face how people are, you know, reacting to the music that they're putting right. out. Right, that's going to be the next major, uh, you know, stage in development for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I what I run is Triple F Productions, mm-hmm. and I also have a uh, a publishing company called Triple F Publishing. But that's you know more towards the media aspect, um, commercials who need songs, you know, that's a whole different avenue um, in which case, you know, you could take your music and I'm kind of dipping a little bit in everything. So, but the, as far as performing, that's, that's, you know, the next step that I have to take. I haven't performed in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I did, it was mainly jazz music, so... Now, is there anything else by the Leo that you've actually touched as well? Um, let me see. Nothing recent. Nothing recent. Well, that I can think way of. back when, because I got some of his old stuff here too. <laughs> uh, not a, I, 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 you got cassettes in there. <laughs> I got what? You, you have cassettes, tapes. Oh no! <laughs> Analog. That's old. That's real old. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but no, he um, we're we're definitely going to be working on some things. He actually has something that's coming out, um, you know, a little later. I'll let him tell you about that at some point. Um, but him and Papa G, um, you know, plan on doing a mix album. So yeah, they did oh, talk yeah. about that. We've had Papa G on the show as well. That's going to be the best yeah. of both worlds, part two. Okay. Yeah, that's where we're going to kind of collab the, the R&B and the hip-hop world, you know what I mean, in, the, in our own little way, you know what I'm saying? And people going to have GT uh, doing the engineering. He's going to produce a track on there. We'll have Fly Beats doing, this, doing a couple tracks. I'm going to do a couple tracks, so it's going to be nasty. All right, man. And, and, and like L, 
Yeah, while we got you online, man, go ahead and intro, intro Killer for us before you um, disappear again. Oh, yeah, Killer is, uh, <laughs> like my man Mike said, it's the best way he said, he said it best when he said uh, Killer is like the, the new version of Mary Jane, you know what I mean? This, this, is that, this is the new Mary Jane right here, so check it out. Yeah. 
<laughs> this track That's just one kills of my me. Favorite yeah. <laughs> you know Man, I love that song. <laughs> I, I really didn't really hear it at first. And then, you know, when I really listened to um once I got over the shock of what the song was about, when I listened to the tracks <laughs> and I listened to everything, I mean, I I it's like one of my favorites that the Leo has done. And yeah, um, yeah you can I take it two different ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sure can. <laughs> but um, yeah, and the, the production on this too is really tight, and I, and I really, I, I I heard you know all of the different um, styles that he threw into that too, and um, oh, yeah. all the riffs. It's just amazing, man. The way he put those together is just phenomenal. Some of his best work. And that's yeah. that's natural talent right there. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it, Chef. All right, all right. You back? We were just talking about you. We didn't even know you were there. Yeah, man. I'm Live from King's Dominion, man. Yeah, all right, all right, man. All the advertising you're doing for them, they owe you some free tickets. Yeah, yeah, they need to be giving me something, right? Uh, funnel cake, <laughs> a free funnel cake. Just send it in the mail. They don't even gotta be warm when they get there. Just send it. <laughs> oh man you know and I, I just want you to hear um, while you're online DT um, some of the other artists that we featured as well and there's this one guy his name is Stephen Long Stephen Long put together a track that is the anthem for everybody who is trying to do their thing and didn't have a significant other that was like feeling what they were doing and uh, I just want to ask you real quick um uh, uh, is your significant other supporting you in the music? A hundred percent. That's awesome. A hundred percent. And this, I wouldn't be able to, you know, this, this, I run into a lot of cats who, who, um, you know, they'll be in the studio, especially if they're in the studio with a female artist, <laughs> and then they don't, they don't trust them. Right, right, right. It, it screws up the whole mood, and, I mean, she's not like that at all. That's so, right, man. And, and you know so something? When it comes to talent, man, you really can't put it out there, man. If you're not, if you're not motivated, if if someone takes you out of that mood, man, and, and you know right. you can't be spontaneous, creative, and you really can't put your best foot forward, man, it's really it just kills right. it. It just right. kills especially it. right before you go into the studio. You have an argument that'll ruin the whole song. An argument oh, yeah. could cost you a couple million dollars. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Down the road, we're gonna talk a little yep. bit more about that right after this, and we're gonna listen to "Believe" by Stephen Long. Okay.
growing most potently. Show it just with the realest can openly fold your free emotions to weak. Provoking the seat. Who group for me to you and now it's so critical. Admit it, boo. The love I have for you is so critical, it's still is true. Do what I gotta do just to build with you. Very seldomly revealing feelings if you was killing me. She don't believe in my vision. What the deal with you? you think of that one man <laughs> wow man i love the song but it brought back so many bad memories man. <laughs> <laughs> really tell us yeah, a little bit I about could, that man because a lot of brothers uh, are still in the struggle right now man and, and females too get man. out get out because <laughs> <laughs> i mean we, we, it, it comes down to using your brain and not using your heart you use your heart you know you you can't you can't win a checkers game playing with your heart. You got to use your, your your brain. It's a strategy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get to your goal in the future, you have to think using your brain. How am I going to obtain that goal? Now, when your heart start getting all emotional because you don't got support and you want to argue before the studio, it's just going to slow you down. And in uh, I believe in most cases, it just completely knows the process altogether, and you just don't end up doing anything with it. Right, right. And you so. know what? And then if you accept that failure, too, you know, you'll never believe that you would have had an opportunity if you didn't allow distractions to get to you. But that in itself is you have to be strong enough that you can't allow that. You can't allow that no matter what. You just really have to. And that's where focus comes in. And when people uh-huh. talk about someone's focus on their craft and their art, because there's a lot out there that would tear that away from you. Yeah. Yeah, and talent talent is like an infant. You got to take good care of it, man. You really do. You have to protect it as well as feed it and nourish it, but you really Yeah, and and this and there's so many and things from, too. Oh, go I right ahead. From an artist from an artist's point of view also a lot of times I think they even um get even more upset through the lack of support because they know when their dream comes true, they're going to have everything, not everything, but pretty much everything that they want, you know, if they obtain their goal. But at the same time, when you have the artist with his head in the future and the significant other who's stuck on the now talking about, you know, whatever it is, negativity, they want to come out their mouth, they're already thinking, okay, so... The mink coats and the bins. <laughs> so, so you mad? But they don't. That's not what they're looking at. So there's a huge conflict in it. And mm-hmm. I think also, um, on the contrary to that, I also do believe that our artists should not really concentrate on those material things because that alone will take you away from your goal too. So absolutely, because that's not really reality, man. You know exactly. The reality is what goes on in the studio and then the struggle and the strategy that you use afterwards. And you got to build this into your your goals and what you set in your mind, too. Like some people have a goal to buy a house for their mom or to do something to give to their back to their community. When you when you put those things and mix that into your goals as well, then you have a, a greater chance for success, too, because it isn't all about you. You know, exactly. you really have to, to look at it that way because the music that you provide that you share with people, too, it's not about you. It's about pleasing people. It's about yeah. enlightening them, and it's about entertaining. It's about, you know, helping people to enjoy, you know, life a little bit more. And uh, while we're talking about the struggle, we had an artist on the other 
uh, I think it was last week. Her name is Chanel London um, out of the UK with Just Us Records. And um, she's got a really, really um, a nice song that sums that story up, I think, very well called Some Days. I yeah. feel that way sometimes, too. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. that song. I like that. I know oh, a lot of yeah. people can relate to that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, you said that now um, you, you've got someone that does believe in you. And um, is she uh, in the industry as well? or? No. No. Not at and what all. Do you, and what do you think makes her so understanding of your situation? Um, I told her how it was from the get-go. I mean, because um, one, one, one thing is she's naturally supportive, but another, another thing is 
when you enter a relationship, you you have to let them know in advance the type of scenarios that's going to be in the relationship also. You know, you you a lot of times you might tell a female, oh, I'll be in the studio, or, um, you know, significant other anyway. I'll be in the studio, but then when it comes down to it, 11, 11 o'clock at night, you want to blow the phone up, and it's like I already told you I was going to be. So you have to find somebody that's going to be understanding from the jump, mm-hmm. you know, and just communicate in advance before you even enter anything. Wow, man. Well, look, DT Lamont, man, we got definitely got to have you back on, man. Yeah. You, by the way, you make a great. To come back. You make a great co-host too, man. I've been checking you out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You know, but Appreciate we we that. we just wanted to um, say special thanks to Donna Hardiman, and you've been listening to Turn It Up, and we're just going to go ahead and end the show with another track by um, a young man that we heard a few weeks ago. His name is Nico, and very brilliant guy. But uh, thanks a lot for hanging in there with me, DT Lamont, and um, we'll be looking me. for more from you very soon. All right? All right. Thanks a lot, man. Okay.